1: Welcome back to the show where you'll learn to transform your heartbreak into happiness. I'm Sarah Davison, and I'm here as your trusted guide to help you every step along the way. On today's episode, we're diving into how you can change how you feel in an instant. There are several ways that you can do that. But in today's episode, I'm going to be looking at how you can change your body language to change how you feel in a heartbeat. Now, you're better at this than you think already, I promise you. Now, believe it or not, you are already experts in body language. You can recognize emotions in other people. I want you to imagine that you're walking through a park Okay, there's trees, there's grass, it's a lovely, warm, sunny day, you can feel it on your skin and you look over to your right-hand side and there's a wooden bench and a couple are there. Now, you can't hear any sound. You don't know what they're saying to each other, but you do know that they're having a very animated argument. Now, what would be the telltale signs? How do you know that? Well, they're gestures, They might be gesticulating and looking angry on their face. They might be frowning. Their faces might be taut and tight. They might be looking away from each other. Looking at the dynamics between this couple will give you a very clear message of what's going on. It will be very different to see that going on as opposed to a very loving, caring conversation how would you know that the couple were in love, that they were sitting and having a loving conversation? Well, their body language would be very different, wouldn't it? They'd be touching each other, maybe cuddling each other. Even their facial expressions and the way they look at each other would be different. So already you can tell the differences between someone having an argument, someone being in love. Now imagine you're on a train and somebody in front of you is sitting there slumped over Sighing a lot, maybe looking at the floor. What emotion might you think they might be feeling? Well, it could be sadness, couldn't it? Um, If they were a little bit tenser, it could be anxiety, maybe. Now, we are already well-programmed to pick up on other people's emotions. We might generalize and we might miss some signs, yes, for sure. But as a baseline, we are already pretty good at gauging how other people are feeling. You can tell if someone's happy, if they're laughing, if their chin is up. You could tell if someone's feeling confident because their shoulders would be back, their chin would be up. So already you have a very good radar for other people's body language. However, now I want to give you the tools to take control of your own body language, because by making a few simple shifts, we can change how we feel. Now, this can be an extremely useful tool that you can use at any time. Okay, and I'm going to show you how. Now, smiling is a classic because when you smile, and I want you to try this now, I want you to put a big beaming smile on your face. Okay, play along with me. If you're in the car listening to this, it might be easier than if you're in a crowded environment. But go on, please step outside your comfort zone, put a big smile on your face and notice the difference in how you feel it will automatically dial up those good feelings because it sends a message to your brain saying, oh, I'm smiling, therefore I must be feeling good. Now, does it take away all the upset? No, of course not. But it will dial down some of those negative emotions and start to take the edge off. And of course, the added bonus of a big beaming smile is that it's infectious other people instinctively will smile back at you if you're smiling at them. You may have noticed that right now if you're trying this out where there's other people looking at you. But I promise you, but a smile is a really useful tool to have when you're feeling sad. But I can hear you now screaming, yes, but Sarah, I'm not going to feel like smiling when I'm in a bad mood or when I'm feeling really sad and remembering what my ex has done. Now, I know it can be difficult and I am pushing you outside your comfort zone. But remember, as I always say, when it's hard to do and you actually step up and do these things, implement these tools, that's when you really start to build that recovery muscle, where you start to take your control back. You have a choice. You can decide to carry on doing the things you're doing, which may be resulting in you feeling lower than you need to. Or you can start to try out some of these tools, play with them and have them in your tool belt so that you can use them as and when you need to feel better. It might be that you're in a situation where you're feeling low and your kids are being dropped back off. So you need to instantly change your state. It might be that you need to change how you feel because you've got a meeting coming up or somebody you work with needs you. These tools are really useful to practice so that you've got them. And once you practice them over and over again, I promise you to become more like second nature. It's like driving a car. When you start driving the car, if you're anything like me, you're a bunny hopping down the road and stalling every time you change gear. Now you can drive from A to B and you don't even remember the process or how you got there. So this is something that comes with practice. So smiling is one tool But there are lots of other body language tools that I want to share with you in this episode so that you can really master how to change how you feel just by making shifts within yourself. So I want you to think about a time when you were feeling sad. okay? And if you can, and it's safe to do so, find a space and sit as you would when you're feeling sad. Now, do you sit straight or are your shoulders down? Are you slumped forward slightly? What's your facial expression doing? Is your head tilted to one side or another?
2: What are your eyes doing? Are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce? Are you feeling devastated, heartbroken, sad and anxious? If so, please know that you are not alone and there is help available. Sarah Davison, best known as The Divorce Coach, and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup, take back your control and start feeling happy again. Sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions, unhook from your ex, get back in the driving seat of your life and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, and you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. Visit www.saradavison.com today and start to feel happy again.
1: Sometimes it is useful to do this exercise in front of a mirror, or with a friend who can really tell you the little nuances to you feeling sad, because you feeling sad will be different to how somebody else does the sad behavior with their body. We all have little idiosyncrasies that are personal to us. So identifying what your sad body language looks like and getting that recipe of what you have to do with your body to feel sad is gonna be very useful. Because now I want you to identify a state that you want to feel more of. Maybe that's more positive or happy. Maybe it's confident that the future is going to be bright. And I want you to really go there. I want you to assume that emotion and feel it fully in your body. Okay, it might be an effort right now if you're really feeling low, but I want you just to step into a time where you did feel that emotion, just so you can work out what your body recipe is for feeling good, okay? I would imagine that your shoulders are back, your head is higher, that you're breathing differently, that your face is maybe more relaxed or more empowered. I want you to notice what you do with your arms and your hands. Are there any sounds you make? If you were really happy, maybe it would be yay, or (laughs) woohoo, whatever it is for you. I want you to add in as much as you possibly can And capture that so you really know your recipe for feeling good. Now, thank you for playing full out and doing that because by doing that, we're learning a lot. You'll be learning about your own body language. And when you know what your recipe for sad is with your body and you know what your recipe for feeling good is, then the next step is to identify some small shifts you can make to transform sad into feeling good. So for some of you, it will be moving your shoulders back. For some of you, it might be standing up. For some of you, it might be a little punch action with your hand or clenching your fist. For some of you, it might just be shifting your chin higher. Have a think about what it is for you because this then becomes a really powerful tool. And you can do it anywhere. Rather than this big beaming smile, which might be difficult to do, if you understand what, subtle shifts you can make with your body to shift how you feel you will be surprised and amazed at what an instant impact it has on how you feel because the signals sent to your brain are i'm feeling good i'm feeling confident i'm feeling happy and being able to use those tools can really transform how you feel when you most need it too i'll never forget the day that my son came home from school. And I'd picked him up, he was in the car with me and we were driving home and I'd asked him how his day was. And he said to me, well, mommy, it was weird because I was playing tag in the playground with Charlie today and he fell over. And he sat down and started crying and crying and he had grazed his knee, mommy, but it wasn't that bad. So I said, come on, Charlie, come and play. And he said, no, I can't, my knee hurts. So I said to him, mommy, I said, do the thing To cheer yourself up. He said, and my son looked at me and said, Mummy, he didn't even know what that was. He looked at me and said, Well, what do you mean? What thing to cheer myself up? And my son said, Well, you know, the thing to cheer yourself up. Charlie looked at him and had no clue what this was. So my son explained stand up, put your chin in the air, put your shoulders back, and put a smile on your face. And if that doesn't work, five star jumps. So Charlie stood up and he did it and he looked at my son. He went, wow, that really works. And he carried on playing tag with my son and they had a good break time in the end. But the interesting thing was my son looked at me in disbelief and said, mommy, he didn't even know what it was. And I laugh because you know kids are like sponges, guys. If you have kids or you're around younger people, they absorb this information like sponges. They soak it up and they use it in their life. And if you can do this unconsciously and teach your kids these lessons when they're at a young age, where they can take control of their own emotions and how they feel and know that they're in control and know that they can change how they feel in an instant, then it's so powerful and can change how they live their lives. So for my son, changing his state is a normal thing. Now for Charlie, he uses it. And now he's a bit older because that was a few years ago. He often laughs with me about it when he comes over. So remember, kids will absorb this. Now we're learning it later on in life. And so obviously it can be a little bit more challenging and take a little bit more practice to get this to become second nature. But the truth is this works we can change our state. We can shift how we feel. A great example of this is one of my clients, Lucy. She had come to me knowing that she always slumped. Her mother had pointed out to her, I'd mentioned it in a session, she knew that she was always slumped over. And that was something that she did when she felt so low and so sad about her husband leaving her. Now, one of the points on her action plan at the end of a coaching session with me was to try shifting her shoulders backwards. And I said to her, when you see your mum next, put your shoulders back and just see if your mum notices or comments she phoned me after the meeting with her mum to say that her mum had instantly commented on how much better she looked. She hadn't specifically identified that it was her shoulders, but she said the feedback she got from her mum was really encouraging. Rather than feeling sorry for her, her mum had shifted into saying things that were more encouraging for her, like, you seem to be doing so much better, I'm really proud of you. So small shifts in your body language can not only make you feel better, but the response from others will also give you a boost too. So I really hope that you can practice these body language techniques, figure out what works for you and implement it in your life to see how you can shift how you feel in an instant and start to feel good again. Thank you for listening to today's episode and allowing me to help guide you from your heartbreak to your greatest happiness. I look forward to you joining me on our next episode.
0: That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sara's virtual retreats.